What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 73 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. Today, I'm bringing on first head coach of Utica men's wrestling team, Adam Green. Adam, how's it going today? Good, Dylan. We're really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I believe it, this is episode 73, and I believe only 74 days ago, I had David Fontaine on, uh, the athletic director at Utica, um, just, just after he announced that that they were adding men's and women's wrestling to the uh, university. So um, how did this opportunity come about and, you know, what attracted you to becoming the head coach for Utica? So, I mean, I was uh, actually living in Tampa, Florida for the last uh, nine months or so working at a high school and coaching high school wrestling down there. Uh, Had some great opportunities down there to learn from some great coaches. Uh, I'm from upstate New York originally growing up in the Binghamton area. Uh, I've been a college coach before at SUNY Oneana, where I wrestled, and then I started a program at an NAIA school out in Adrian, Michigan in 2019. Unfortunately, you know, uh, things didn't go as planned there, and it didn't work out as we all had hoped. Uh, Obviously, you know, COVID didn't help that very much, but I saw Utica was starting a program, and it's always been my dream to, you know, be a college wrestling coach, and especially right here in upstate New York, which I think is arguably one of the best, if not the best area for wrestling in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. I knew your name was thrown around about a week ago, um, saying like, you know, it's probably a good possibility you're getting the job. And I thought this was a great hire, mainly because, like you said, you have roots in Section 4, having wrestled for Shenango Valley. You're a four-time state qualifier. You placed fifth in the States in 2012. Um, you, you know, you've also been a part of the Oneana State staff, well, both as a wrestler and a coach. Um, you know, so you've you had experience recruiting the state and, you know, you know what New York has to offer and then, you know, the surrounding states. Um, you know, but let's let's take it back to your first days of wrestling. How did you get introduced to the sport? So, I mean, I was introduced to the sport at five years old, uh, me and my twin brother, who's the head assistant at our high school, Shenango Valley. Um, we started wrestling when we were five. And just from that point on, uh, my first coach was our father, Joe Green. And he did a great job of just surrounding us with excellent coaches and wrestling partners. So, I mean, I've just been able to be around great wrestlers and great coaches my entire life. And you know, just being able to absorb things from them from a young age, uh, I truly do believe has been the best thing that has could have ever happened to me. Yeah, you graduated in uh, from Shenango Valley in 2012. You know, what was life like in Section 4? I've had Coach Scott Green on the podcast, and, you know, a number of his former wrestlers have gone on to do some phenomenal things, both as wrestlers and, you know, coaches in the college scene. Um, talk about being a part of that Shamrock Club and, you know, being a being around guys like Coach Green and, you know, what have you taken away from those days? So being a part of that Shamrock Club growing up uh, through, I probably started with Shamrock when I was 10 years old and I wrestled for them all through high school. And like you said, uh, Scott Green, the one who started Shamrock, he was one of my coaches, uh, arguably one of, if not the best coach that I've ever wrestled for. Uh, his credentials speak for themselves. And like you said, the guys that have wrestled for Coach Green and went on to do bigger and better things. Uh, I mean, the guys that I was on that Shamrock Club with, uh, I wouldn't even have considered myself a top 10 or 12 guy on that roster when I was wrestling for them. I mean, you had guys in the room, you know, Kyle Dake, uh, obviously, you know, one of the biggest names to ever wrestle for Shamrock, four-time NCAA champion. But just growing up, uh, 
in that room watching the older guys wrestle, you know, you in the room at any given time, you know, you had a young Kyle Dake, uh, guys like Donnie Vincent, who's uh, been in the division one ranks as a coach for quite some time now. Uh, John Jones, UFC champ, Arthur Jones, NFL, you know, Super Bowl champion. Uh, the list goes on and on. Troy Nickerson, yeah. five-time New York State champion. JP O'Connor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, we could spend this whole podcast talking about <laughs> the guys that have wrestled for Shamrock. And so, I mean, it just goes back to, like I said, I wouldn't even consider myself, you know, a top 10 guy in that team when I was wrestling. And I believe that's one of the main reasons I am so fortunate to, you know, have the career and opportunities that I did is because, you know, I was just surrounded by great wrestlers and great coaches my entire life. And I was able to see, you know, if I wasn't having that success, what are the guys that are having that kind of success doing? Yeah, true. I mean, that era of wrestling in section four really, you know, made, made its mark in New York state and it's continued to make its mark. Right. Obviously uh, coach green's still in the back in the division one ranks at army West point And, um, like you mentioned, all those names are just, you know, they're still giving back to the sport of wrestling, whether they're coaches or wrestlers. But, you know, after you wrestled at Shenango Valley, you know, you they then chose to wrestle at Oneonta State under Coach Dwayne Ritter. Um, you know, having wrestled there from 2012, the fall of 2012 to 2016, and, you know, you were there a few years later as a coach, um, but you were both a teammate and a coach to the Red Dragons, last few All-Americans, Austin Cisco and James Bethel. You know, what made you want to jump into coaching after you wrestled there? And, you know, when did that thought come about? So, unfortunately, my coaching career started a little early uh, due to injuries. And it started because I had a great wrestling partner my senior year of college at Oneana. Uh His name is uh, Dennis, sorry, Rich Dennison. Uh, sorry, mixing up the name there. But Rich Dennison was my wrestling partner as a senior. And he was a phenomenal wrestler. Unfortunately, I was dealing with a lot of injuries coming into my senior year, and it looked like it just wasn't going to be able to happen for, uh, you know, one last go around. And I had to take a, you know, a long, hard look at what I wanted out of the sport of wrestling. You know, it was it time to just hang it up and walk away? But I couldn't really do that, and it didn't sit well with me. And then also I knew, you know, Rich Dennison had a very good shot to be an NCAA qualifier. You know, if he had a guy in the room to push him, and that's when I really got into coaching was so, you know, I could try to help him accomplish his goals. And like you said, in that same time frame, we had two phenomenal wrestlers on the team, Austin Cisco and James Bethel, who I consider both very good friends now. Uh, Austin Cisco, one of the hardest working and meanest guys that I've ever seen on a wrestling mat. It was an honor to coach him and wrestling with him in the room. Uh, that made my decision a little easier, uh, you know, to go to the coaching ranks, you know, wrestling a guy like him. I was just like, yeah, this isn't too fun. And I mean, he was a incredible wrestler and I learned a lot from him as a coach. I mean, his wrestling knowledge is through the roof. Uh, James Bethel, uh, not arguably without a doubt, the best wrestler in Oneonta State history, four-time All-American, the program's only national finalist, uh, was able to share the corner with him my last year at Oneonta. And as I said, you know, he's a great friend of mine and it was a pleasure to coach him and to coach aside him. Another guy whose wrestling knowledge is just through the roof and someone who might be the most talented wrestler that I've ever been around, just naturally gifted. And so, I mean, I learned a lot from all those guys. Dwayne Ritter uh, has done so much for me, not only when I wrestled for him, but when I was his assistant. And I truly do believe that I wouldn't have this opportunity here at Utica if it wasn't for him. Yeah, I mean, Austin Cisco and James Bethel, 
about the same height, but about eight weight classes different, right? Oh yeah, I mean he's watching tallest Austin, one thirty three pounder I know. Oh yeah, six foot two at one thirty three, and I mean when he walked out there, I mean he could hide a uh, another one thirty three pounder completely underneath him when he was on top, and I mean it was definitely an advantage. But I mean height was one thing, but you can't teach the kind of uh, tenacity and work ethic that Austin Cisco had uh, his senior year. He was a man on a mission to stand on the podium, and that's exactly what he did. You briefly mentioned it, but like, what did you take away from your time under Coach Ritter, both as a wrestler and a coach who's been around, you know, those two All-Americans? Uh, so, I mean, I learned so much from Coach Ritter, not just about wrestling, who he was an excellent wrestler himself at Wilkes University back when they were a Division One program. Uh, but I learned a lot about, you know, the other side of coaching, you know, the stuff in the office, you know, getting guys on campus, doing things in the community to make your team a part of the community. You know, it's not just about wins and losses. I learned a lot about being a student of not just wrestling, but, you know, becoming a better student in the classroom and how important that is for a team to be successful. And so, I mean, I've learned a great deal from Dwayne uh, while I wrestled and coached with him. But, I mean, I can't even put into words how much that man has done for me. Looking in the bio that you you helped coach at Brandon High School down in Florida, um, you know, what was that program like? I remember back in the day uh, they had that streak going, and, you know, ESPN followed him for a year. You know, Russ Kozar, is, is he still running things down there? Yeah, so uh, I was able to be in the room when I first moved down to Tampa, Florida. I was a high school counselor and an assistant coach at Brandon High School. And I took that job partly because of I knew Brandon was a great wrestling school. And it is still Russ Cozart, who's the head coach, and his son, Joe Cozart, who was a two-time NAI national champion and a two-time high school national champion, one of the best wrestlers in Florida history. He's one of the coaches down there as well. And I mean, I'd already been a college coach at that point when I went to Brandon. But as soon as I got to Brandon, I was very fortunate. You know, I just sat on the side of that room with a pen and a notebook and took notes of how they did things. Because, I mean, they are two of the best to ever do it. And I mean, yeah, Russ Cozart, uh, I mean, his accolades speak for themselves. One of the greatest high school uh, wrestling coaches in United States history. And I was very fortunate to be able to spend some time in that room and learn from them. Yeah, I mean, he's coached guys like, well, Eric Grahalis, um, you know, both Grahalises, uh, Rocky Cozart, David Craig, uh, Franklin Gomez. I mean, the list goes on. But, yeah, Brandon's had a, a great history. So being a part of that program, even if it was for a year, um, that, that definitely pays dividends. Um, but since 2013, there's been 12 different men's and women's wrestling programs added across New York State. You know, what excites you most about getting on campus and starting a program in the Valley? I mean, it's just a great opportunity for anybody looking to continue to wrestle in college, but also, you know, earn a degree because at the end of the day, you know, you could be a four-time All-American and national champion, and that's all good and well. But the main goal is, you know, walk across that stage and get that piece of paper so you can move on and do bigger and better things. And to me, just, you know, now there's just more opportunities for, you know, men's and women's wrestling all across this state and country for, you know, high school athletes just to get on a college campus, keep competing, and then also have an opportunity to earn a degree and, you know, make their life better. Yeah, I've been pretty antsy about Utica making a hire. I know I messaged uh, Fontaine, Mr. Fontaine, and asked him, you know, how the progress was going, you know, with potential um, hires, but, you know, about the last month, I was like, oh, right, somebody's got to get hired soon. Obviously, with the high school season going on right now, you know, you got to get on the recruiting trail. You know, where do you start on the recruiting trail and go about building a team? 
So, I mean, obviously, you know, like you said, I'm from Section 4, and so I'm mm-hmm. going to spend a lot of time down there uh, this season. I'm excited to be back in New York uh, for a high school wrestling season. It's the first one that I'll be able to see in quite a few years. Uh, so I'm very excited to be around Section 4, Section 3, Section 5, uh, Section 6. You know, Binghamton, Rochester, Syracuse, Buffalo. I don't believe you have to go too far to build a powerful wrestling program in this state. And then obviously you got, you know, Section 8, Section 11, Section 2. You got Pennsylvania bordering us and New Jersey. And you really don't have to go far to find some of the best wrestlers in this country. So I'm really excited to, you know, stay local, be around some friends and family that I've known in this wrestling community for a long, long time and offer the opportunity for, you know, guys and girls to come to Utica University and start building something special. Yeah, I talked to Nate Leonard last night, which was, you know, a former assistant coach of yours at Oneonta State. You know, he's got the Gorilla Grapplers, um, a good club down there in Section 4. Uh, then then you've got, like, Mohawk Valley in, in the Utica area, Lake and Cook's Club that he just started and then uh, properly trained. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely several clubs in the area that will help start that or jumpstart that as well. And then, like you said, you've got the ties with Section 4, and you don't really have to go far to to build, a you know, a, a great program, right? In Section 2, they don't have any colleges that have wrestling. So it kind of bridges that gap, Utica does, to, uh, you know, for closer opportunities for wrestlers out that way. Um, having a school like Utica University at wrestling, you know, will surely bring transfers in as well. I went to St. John Fisher two months ago, maybe last month. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, they've got a great roster for being a first-year program uh, that, that, you know, started a program from 30 years ago. But they've got a ton of freshmen that came in. And then, you know, they've got a lot of transfers as well. Um, you know, a lot of talent has left the Valley in the last few years. They go on to wrestle because the only team in the Section 3 area that has wrestling is Portland State and then uh, Oswego, I believe. You know, having those guys come back to Central New York and stay local, um, I think it's going to pay, you know, it, it's going to be big for for the area and just obviously for Utica wrestling as well. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. I mean, uh, so today I just got into the office about an hour ago. And I mean, one of the first things that I'm going to do when we get off the call here is go talk to our athletic director so I can get access to the transfer portal. Because like you said, there's a lot of talented guys that have left the central New York area. And whether, you know, they're looking to stay where they are, if that's the best fit for them, then that's where they should stay. But just the fact that there is an opportunity for them to come back and be a part of this, you know, near where they grew up and have wrestled their whole lives, it's a great opportunity. And I'd love to, you know, be able to offer that to them. Yeah, because St. John Fisher, I mean, obviously that's a, a great program. Same with Utica. So it's a great college, right? Um, University at that, actually. But uh, they had so many people coming in because, like, all right, St. John Fisher's having wrestling. You know, I can't I can't imagine the, the people that are being like, all right, or Utica University was never a thought. But now that it's got a wrestling program, um, you know, obviously a lot of people, I think, will flock to it, uh, which is I'm excited to see. But talking about your athletic director, um, I had him on, like I said, a few episodes ago. Uh, we talked about the head coaching position and then, you know, assistant position as well. And I believe he said he, you guys will start off with a grad assistant, you know, someone who has a small stipend, room and board, 12 credit hours. Um, you know, you have a little bit more time to to build your staff, but, you know, filling the roster first. But what's intriguing for, uh, you know, l- trying to build both your roster and then finding that assistant, um, you know, that's a little bit down the road, though. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we're looking for assistants. I've already reached out to a few people about being assistant coaches. Uh, I'm pretty confident we're going to get a pretty good women's coach hired here in the next week or so. Uh, so everyone should be staying tuned for that announcement. And I mean, hiring an assistant coach and a women's coach and all that. My goal has always been the same. Like I said before, I've been fortunate enough to be around so many great coaches and great wrestlers. I never felt like I was ever the best wrestler or the best coach in any room I've been in. And that's by design. And I'm going to try to make that the same way here. My goal is to always just surround myself with people who know more than me and people that are better than me so I can continue to get better. And so that's what I'm going to be looking for an assistant coach here. Hopefully I can hire someone who's, you know, had a much better college career than me and knows just as much. And uh, we can both learn from each other and we can build this program. You mentioned the uh, adding in the women's coach as well, which uh, that's another one that I was thinking of. Like, I, I want to see that hire, you know, as soon as possible, just to for them to get on the right track. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on Utica adding women's wrestling and, you know, being able to work alongside and grow both programs? I mean, I think it's great. Just, uh, I mean, New York, I believe, just sanctioned uh, girls wrestling this year. So they'll be able to have a state tournament, if I'm not mistaken. And I just think that's a great opportunity you know, to have as many people as possible have the opportunity to get to wrestle at the big dance at the end of the year in high school. I know for me, I remember the first time that I went to the state tournament as a spectator and a competitor. And I mean, it's enamoring and it's a great experience, you know, whether you accomplish your goals or anything, it's just a great uh, experience to be a part of uh, that tournament. And I'm just happy to see that a lot of people are going to get the opportunity to do that. And then now, college programs are sprouting up everywhere men's and women's and so you know hopefully we can we'll be able to fill you know quite a good roster with uh, some fresh girl faces and I'm confident that that program is gonna you know possibly be off to an even hotter stop than we are on the men's side yeah that's exciting I know them and you know several other New York uh, programs are adding women's wrestling so getting the jump start on that I know Elmira is doing a solid thing down there um, so it's exciting to to see another school in the Empire 8, you know, add both men's and women's wrestling to uh, make that competitive. Um, you know, I talked to Mr. Fontaine about the facilities as well. You know, I know Utica has something cool down there on campus with the Sports Dome. Is that where practices will be held? Uh, no, though. We are actually uh, in the process of starting to uh, convert a, one of the dance studios in the Clark Athletic Complex into our wrestling room. Uh, nice. That Sports Dome is beautiful. It's one of the nicest facilities i've ever seen on any campus not just a division three campus d1 d2 anything that's one of the most beautiful facilities and the same with the rest of utica i mean yeah you know my job is to sell this place as uh, good as i can but they did a pretty good job selling it to me when i was uh on campus for my interview because i mean i've been on a few college visits myself when i was in high school i've worked at quite a few colleges and utica has some of the nice nicest athletic facilities that you'll find at any level so i mean i'm very confident that we're going to get things moving in the right direction and we'll have all the support in the world from this athletic department and this university that's exciting because i mean i i really wasn't sure and i know several other people that i've talked to weren't sure about where the facilities were going to be i know mr fontaine did mention the sports dome and then he said something else as well but i guess i can't recall that uh, but, you know, the sports programs are a big thing at Utica. I know the the hockey team's off to a good start. The basketball team's off to a good start. 
football had a great uh, season in the fall. So, you know, they take sports seriously down there. And I know if they give you guys the right support, um, good things will happen. Um, you know, without having wrestling there before, and there's not necessarily wrestling alumni support at Utica, you know, who will you look to to build that community support around Utica wrestling kind of to become the face of the Valley? Right. It's tough because, like you said, I mean, there's never been a wrestling team here. So there's uh, no alumni to, you know, give a call and have things get going from there. But as we've mentioned quite a few times in this uh, conversation, Section 3 is, you know, wrestling rich with a lot of coaches and a lot of wrestlers, uh, tons of clubs uh, popping up, great high schools. And, I mean, just going to look out there and, you know, have people get involved any way they can or want to and make this, you know, a community thing. Because it's great when, I mean, we want to be a national powerhouse and all that. But first and foremost, you know, we want to be something that this, you know, community, this city and this college can be proud of as well. So, I mean, just getting anybody who wants to be a part of this, you know, if they're willing to do the right things and be a part of this, we'd be happy to have. Yeah, that's cool. So I've been to this fall, I've been to St. John Fisher, Alfred State, Oswego and Army West Point to, you know, put out some awesome content with interviews and campus footage and whatnot um, for my YouTube channel. So I've, you know, had the opportunity to go down there, hang out with some of the coaches, uh, get some interviews with them and their wrestlers, you know, get a little bit of footage from practices. And then, of course, the campus as well. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to going down to Utica, about a two hour drive down to Utica. But to do the same thing for you guys, I mean, I know Utica campus is a, is a beautiful place. And, you know, having that kind of building that brand will be uh, will be awesome to see. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm sure I'll see you. Like you said, you'll be at some Section 4 tournaments this year. Governor is going down to uh, Tioga and then uh, the Windsor tournament again. So I'm sure I'll see you. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'll be at the Windsor yeah. tournament. Uh, I grew up in Windsor. Uh, the Windsor Christmas tournament has been, I mean, one of the best tournaments in New York State for yeah. a long, long, long time. And I was fortunate enough to be able to wrestle in that tournament in high school a few times and against some phenomenal wrestlers. And so, I mean, I'm very excited. I haven't been back to uh, the Windsor Christmas tournament since 2010 when I actually I lost in the finals of the Windsor Christmas tournament as a sophomore. And that was the last time I've ever been to that tournament. So I'm very excited to go back and watch some wrestling this year. Yeah, we went last year for the first time, Governor, and it was a great tournament. Coach Nolan puts on an awesome tournament, and it's very competitive, right? There was, I think, eight of the 11 sections uh, represented, um, if not more, and there was – I mean, I, we did the stats, but there were so many um, state place finishers and state champs that were at that tournament. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. There was also a bunch of college coaches as well. Um, so, yeah, I know Coach Nolan listens to that, so he'll get get excited for that plug that I gave him. But, yeah, looking at your at, at your goals for the Pioneers, what are some of your short-term goals? I mean, first and foremost, you know, we want to get this roster full. We're looking to build this roster to 20 guys for the first season. And, I mean, it's not just, you know – Obviously, we're looking to build a roster for numbers-wise, but we're looking to get the right people here, and that's, you know, everybody wants, you know, the state champs and all that, and that's good and well, and, you know, we're going to be recruiting top guys as well, but the main thing we're looking for is people that fit, you know, what we're trying to do here, and that's be a part of something bigger than yourself. You know, you might not be able to be a part of the best days of Utica University wrestling, but in order for anybody to be a part of those days, it starts with us starting this program right now. And so we need to start doing the right things right off the bat and everything else will fall into place. So, I mean, we're looking for 20 plus guys that are looking to 
come here, get better each day, not just at wrestling, but, you know, become a better student and a better person in general. Like you said, it's obviously not going to be a, you know, one day thing. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, they're, but they're laying bricks every day, right? So exactly. um, the, the cool thing about that is, and that's not a Mohawk Valley joke, right? Rome's 15 miles away from Utica. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so looking at that, though, you know, you're a young coach in your late 20s. Uh, looking over at St. John Fisher, Ryan Morrison, he was a young coach uh, who, you know, has a great culture there. Looking down at Alfred State, Signorelli, when he took over, he was in his late 20s. You know, having – and then, of course, Sam Recco now taking over at Brockport. I know he's yeah. added a little bit of fire into that and a little bit of youth into that. So having some young coaches around the state uh, is great to see because it, it really brings that culture. It helps bring that culture up a little bit. Um, so I'm excited to see a younger coach um, in your late 20s that can uh, build a culture and have that um, enthusiasm around it. So what's something that you would like to say to – potential recruits about Utica University wrestling? I mean, you know, just like I was saying before, we're looking for the right type of person. You know, if you're someone, you know, I don't care if you've placed in the section once, six times, if you've been to the state tournament, if you've never even thought of you'd be at the state tournament, if you're looking to, you know, continue to get better each day, every time you're in the room, every time you're on the mat, you know, every time you're in the classroom, you're out on campus here in the community, just doing the right thing. That's the type of guy that we're looking for. And I mean, get a hold of me or I'm going to get a hold of you and we're going to get you on campus and get it going. Yeah. I mean, once you get on campus or get in Utica at that, you know, like you said, you're, you may, you were in your office. You got to get a hold of Mr. Fontaine and say, Hey, let's go out for some tomato pie, some Utica greens. Um, the food in Utica is great. I, we mentioned that with Mr. Fontaine. But yeah, you'll you'll be hooked when you step up, step on campus for sure. Um, oh, absolutely. Adam, is there any? That's one of the reasons I came back to Utica. You know, upstate New York. I've said it for a long time. I grew up in upstate New York. I've lived in a lot of beautiful places, but you can't beat uh, the food in upstate New York, and especially here in Utica. There's some great food. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to uh, come down and visit you and uh, get some some good, you know, tomato pie and some Utica greens. Uh, I'm excited. Adam, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I really appreciate you uh, having me on the show. Uh, like you said, you mentioned some of those uh, new young coaches, you know, uh, Coach Recco at Brockport. Uh, he was, we were around the same age. We were in high school the other. He's one of the best wrestlers in New York State history. I'm excited for him at Brockport. Uh, Ryan Morrison at St. John Fisher. He was actually my neighbor in Michigan when I was a coach out there. He was uh, an assistant coach at our rival across the street. And uh, Justin Signorelli at Alfred State, he's done a tremendous job with that program. Uh, we had some fantastic battles with Alfred State when I was at Oneana. And I'm just excited to, you know, be in that group, be mentioned in that group and start chasing some of these programs down. Yeah, uh, I guess the last thing I want to say is uh, you, you're starting to build that social media brand. We're not able to find you probably quite yet, but, you know, we're, we'll be able to find you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. So actually, uh, so yeah, yesterday was my first day in the office here at Utica and was taking care of some HR stuff and some paperwork. And today uh, I'm going to be creating some social media for the Utica wrestling program and then start calling some coaches and recruits. So, I mean, if you're listening and you're interested, uh, make sure, you know, you can hear your phone when it rings. Nice. I'll be able to, I'll be sure to plug those uh, social media pages in, um, right when I post this or shortly after. But yeah, Adam, thanks for joining me on episode 73 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm Dylan Morrison. Peace out.